Welcome to BIV Today, the daily podcast from the newsroom of business in Vancouver. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and editor-in-chief. Today's podcast is part of a three-episode series on how businesses are planning to meet the challenges of climate change goals. The series coincides with Earth Day on Friday. One of our province's most significant challenges is how to shift our energy production and consumption in the years ahead to not only economize use to conserve, but to bring more of it to cleaner and renewable forms of energy. Our natural gas and electricity utility, Fortis BC, has a formidable task in leading this, but it has set out an ambitious plan, and I want to discuss this today with Joe Matzar. He's Fortis's Vice President of Energy Supply and Resource Development. He's playing a particular role in the advancement of renewable natural gas as an integral element in the company's plan. Good to see you, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kirk. It's good to be on the show here with BIV and yourself. Yeah. Your uh, your title and uh, and your your portfolio almost makes you you know savior of mankind, savior of the planet in this one. Um, that's a lot of work. Um, but help me to start by taking a, a bit of a general look at how the initiatives on climate action have shifted the activities and and the priorities, I guess, at Fortis BC. Well, thanks for that introduction. You know, we do have a team around us, and we're we're really. Uh, after these uh, ambitious goals to help uh, our customers decarbonize. So um, th- thank you for that. But yeah, so at Fortis BC, I mean, we're very, very keen at, uh, and we're focused on emissions reduction. That's always been for- important to the company. And it's been at the forefront of our strategy for, for many years Years here. Uh, we, have, we were the first utility in North America to actually offer a renewable gas program and renewable natural gas program and customer demand was high for that. That's uh, RNG is very affordable. Uh, it's an easy way to decarbonize and it's carbon neutral energy. So as our landscape's been evolving, we're just adapting, we're continually evolving and trying to find new ways to uh, help our customers with sustainable energy options. And a big part of that is our 30 by 30 goal, which you've probably heard about. And 30 by 30 is about reducing our customers emissions by 30%. By, by 2030, and we started that three years ago, and we're well on our way to achieving achieving that goal. There's certainly some government direction on all of this. Uh, as a company, of course, you have your own direction that, that would uh, somehow be linked into uh, business practices and, and the model uh, for the utility. But uh, help me understand what customers have been telling the company over the years about the importance of these initiatives, or to, even about their anxiety about them. Well, our research with our customers is continually telling us that they have um, three main priorities. The one would be reducing emissions. Uh, The second would be affordability. And the third would be reliability or resiliency of the energy network. Uh, Providing renewable gas fits very nicely into the the clean energy part and reducing the emissions. Uh, In fact, we've got a a program where we're uh, moving to have 100% uh, uh, renewable natural gas for new customers and uh, oh. that's new home connections and they'll receive 100% and that, that's significant emissions reduction. It's a great option. We're the first utility in North America to have such a program and now we're evolving it further. Our customers uh, are, are just telling us that they want affordability that they want reliability and they want clean energy. Yeah. I know that in the city of Vancouver there have been um, a couple of moves by uh, by city council and, and in order to to basically provide some progress on this frontier. Um, is this pretty much now across the province that you're getting this push for renewables? 
Yeah, the renewable energy focus has been critical for us. And uh, we were one of the first uh, companies in North America to have this renewable gas program. Um, the city of Vancouver itself has been a partner with us for, for many projects, including the uh, Vancouver Landfill Renewable Gas Project that we're working on. And if I look around the province, there are other municipalities, other companies, academic institutions. They're really excited about the opportunity for increasing uh, amounts of renewable energy and sustainable options. Is there a, a, a schedule that, that I'd be able to understand about renewables over the course of the next decade or couple of decades? Yeah, absolutely, Kirk. So we uh, have an initial goal of uh, a target of 15% renewable energy or low carbon gas in the system by 2030. That's mm -hmm. put in perspective enough to meet the energy requirements of about 333,000 homes. That's carbon neutral yeah. energy. Um, and we're really leveraging the existing infrastructure from an affordability perspective. So that, that keeps the cost down. In the longer term, uh, we're attempting to have 75% of our gas, our conventional gas be low carbon or renewable gas by 2050. And you talk about schedule, well, we've tripled our supply last year. We're attempting to triple it again uh, this year. Uh, we've signed a number of contracts. So you're seeing an increasing amount of renewable energy in the system. Um, and just to build on that point, one more point would be that we actually did a study recently uh, to look at the renewable gas potential here in BC, that's carbon neutral energy in the gas system. And uh, by the, the study has said that 440 petajoules is available per year by 2050. And put that in perspective right now, we're about 200 petajoules a year if you look at our customer demand. Well, so there's a lot of renewable yeah. gas out there and that's gonna help us accelerate our plan to meet the, meet the, meet the sustainable energy needs of our customers. Yeah. It's helpful to get into the details on this one too, to, uh, to help uh, our, our viewers and listeners understand uh, what what's the source of a lot of this renewable and where, where, where are we finding it? Where are we producing it from? And the source comes from uh, renewable uh, gas would come from organic sources. So it would be landfills, um, wastewater treatment facilities, uh, organics, the green bin collection, uh, uh, dairy farm. So that produces renewable gas and it can be cleaned and purified and that can be injected seamlessly into our system, just like conventional gas, but it's carbon neutral. We've also got hydrogen, which is uh, in its nascent stages, but there's a lot of hydrogen potential here in British Columbia. And uh, that source, there's multiple ways to produce hydrogen. It produces no carbon and it can also be blended in the system. That can come from electrolysis, from uh, clean electricity into uh, uh, carbon, uh, hydrogen to decarbonize, and there's a few other ways to make it. So between the renewable gases, the hydrogen, there's plenty of supply. Uh, uh, just a bit off to the side on this one, but it's an interesting point I think I'd like to pursue, which is as you, as you develop more and more of these renewable sources, as they become a larger and larger piece of the puzzle in all of this, how are you noticing um, even the company's culture change uh, un under all of this. It, 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 the mission feel a little differently, for instance. Well, I would say the culture is one of a lot of enthusiasm and excitement uh, to be part of uh, this, 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 this large task ahead of us to decarbonize here in British Columbia. Uh, we've got a great team of employees of, of contractors as well as partners with with other institutions with, whether it's academic academic institutions um, and so the culture is very very positive 
and we think we've got a great solution to help the province decarbonize. Yeah, they're um, probably in the early going, like a lot of other uh, innovations in this area. Um, the business model may not have been uh, all that terrific to look at, but is there now a very convincing economic argument for diversification of energy sources? Oh, absolutely. Diversification is, is really important and uh, there's a convincing argument for it. I mean, there really is no silver bullet when it comes to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And that's why it's important to have diversified energy options to ensure that we're affordable, that it's clean, and then there's the resiliency piece too. People want to ensure that it's reliable when they think about their energy system. So, um, you know, the energy infrastructure costs are going to be very, very significant You've got electric vehicles that are coming on, uh, more infrastructure required in terms of uh, electricity. And so to have that system that's both gas and electric, and then the gas being clean gas, it fits very, very well. And uh, because we were a gas and electric utility here in the province, we see the benefits of having both systems work together uh, to keep the costs uh, affordable for our customers, as well as having this resilient system. We don't want all eggs in one basket in one system. We need to have both systems, and that helps uh, with yeah. with minimizing the infrastructure build out, keeping the cost down, and ensuring that people can uh, heat their homes, uh, run their equipment, drive their vehicles. And so, yeah, gas electric together is is really the the solution. Uh, you're you're of course a regulated utility, and and I, I'm I'm interested in finding what you think are the um, some of the best or the most necessary public policies in order to uh, best assist in this transformation that we're, that's taking place? Well, here in British Columbia, it's been a very progressive jurisdiction. We've mm -hmm. led the way, I would say, in Canada in advancing the policy environment uh, for climate action, as well as having the underlying uh, legislative and regulatory framework. Uh, so uh, we've been at this for a number of years. Like I say, we're the first, one of the first utilities to do this renewable gas piece. And uh, looking forward, we're excited about the opportunity to do even more of what we've started. So that's increasing the amount of renewable and low carbon gases in the system to reduce emissions cost effectively. We're excited about things like the BC hydrogen strategy, which will offer opportunities for more and more renewable energy and complement that with the demand side management measures like efficiency. It all fits really well together. And uh, I say we've been a very progressive jurisdiction that's helped. One of the things we're asking uh, in our print edition this week at BIV is, you know, can we do this? Can we pull it off? Uh, some of these targets are quite aggressive for an array of industries uh, and for individuals um, and for that matter, for the government. Um, are there good reasons to be optimistic, do you think, Joe? Well, I'm optimistic, absolutely. We, we just need to keep working at it uh, to decarbonize. And there's a lot of things happening right now. If you look at some of the new technology, the innovation that's out there, it's really, really exciting here in British Columbia, whether it's with entrepreneurs, with, with academia, uh, with our own uh, employees, it's happening all over the place. So we think we've got technologies like gas-fired heat pumps, renewable gas from, from things like wood waste, uh, new types of hydrogen technology, um, carbon capture. And so we need to continue to promote innovation um, and, uh, and development so that we can we can do this. But we are on the right track and uh, I'm optimistic about the opportunity. It's a huge challenge and there's an urgent need to combat climate change and we need to do the best we can to, to achieve those goals.
Uh, let me squeeze in one more question here, which which is, I mean, you talk about the newness of so many of these measures and how British Columbia and how Fortis BC in particular are uh, are are ahead of the pack in North America. Um, is there something that you're taking away these days where you think that whether it's the company or the province can teach other parts of the continent? Well, I would say that it's important to start early and and keep a real laser focus on sort of the North Star, which is to reduce emissions. And, and, and that's that sort of strategy, that vision, where you, you, you really rally behind uh, a transformational change in, in the province, a transformational change in your company is really, really important. And uh, with that, I, I think we can achieve great things here in BC. Get out in front and, and uh, we can then promote these technologies, promote our roadmap to the rest of Canada and to uh, other parts of the world. Yeah, get out in front and stay out in front. Uh, Joe, it's been a great conversation. Thanks a lot for your time today. Well, thank you so much, Kirk. Uh, pleasure being here today. Joe Mazza is Fortis BC's Vice President of Energy Supply and Resource Development. This is part of a three episode podcast uh, coinciding with Earth Day this week, taking a look at how businesses are attempting to meet the challenges, the goals of climate change uh, mitigation. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and editor-in-chief of BIB. Thanks a lot for watching.